Hey there, family. We're so stoked to be back for another episode of the Infinite Energy Podcast. This week, we're talking all about the energy of motivation. It is an amazing force in our lives and something we all desire to have more of. We're excited to dive into this energy today. Hi, we're sisters Kay and Chai, and we're the hosts of the Infinite Energy Podcast. We believe that everyone has the power to live a more energized, optimistic, and fulfilling life. In every episode, we share tips and techniques for harnessing your own power and creating the life you deserve. Get ready to ignite and discover the limitless power of Infinite Infinite Energy. energy of motivation. Now, I think this is an energy that most of us would raise our hand if we were to say, raise your hand if you want more motivation. (laughs) Right. Uh, Motivation is one of those topics that I personally love and have always loved since being a kid, but it has a range of reactions and a range of feelings around it. Some people say motivation is not worth anything. Some people say it's all hype and you don't need it. Some people say it's the crux of everything. Some people say it's like showering. You have to do it once a day or else it wears off and all kinds of things in between. But this topic is really fascinating because it's the force that most of us identify as the thing that propels us forward to do the things we want to do. Well, you know, here on the Infinite Energy podcast, we've all got to get on the same page in regards to the energy that we are discussing. So let's get into our definition of the day for the energy of motivation. So glad. All right, let's get in. All right. Our definition, motivation, the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. Let's hear the expansions on that. The general desire or willingness of someone to do something. Okay. One final one. Motivation is the internal or external force that initiates, guides, and maintains our behavior pushing us toward achieving desired outcomes. So we're hearing force, we're hearing reasons, we're hearing will, willingness, we're hearing general desire. It's some kind of compulsion to complete an action or do something that you want to do. What I love about bringing this base definition forward is that the word compulsion, the word, the reason or reasons one has for acting in this first definition in a, in a particular way, This doesn't have a good or bad connotation. Now, many of us, when we think about motivation, we think of this as the will to get the things done that would be good for us to get done, that would make us feel better. But when we really come down to the definition of motivation, motivation is an energy that is already very present inside your life as a force of decision making, not necessarily some external something that fires you up for some Uh, undisclosed amount of time. (laughs) Right. Well, I think that that's a beautiful dimension on that, Kay. This is a force that we have, right? We're all already channeling desires. Now, most of us are not channeling them to our best and highest use. (laughs) We're channeling them to the whims of our fancy and and what we prefer uh, in the moment. Um, But but it is that thing that is driving those that decision making. And so I think that's a really interesting piece to bring forward, knowing and understanding that we already have an an energy of motivation within us how do we uncover it? Because we know that sometimes it does get uncovered, right? There are times where you interact with a stimulus that uh, unleashes your motivation and you're just 
killing stuff, right? You're getting, you're checking off boxes. You're doing things on your to-do list. You feel on top of the world and you are driving hard. So there's been times in your life, I bet you can remember when that motivation has really felt unlocked and you've done quite a bit. Well, motivation is an acceleration energy for both the good and the bad sides. You know, what Shai, you just talked about was that unlocking, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So something really exciting inspires you and now your motivation helps you make decisions and creates momentum toward moving you in the direction of your inspired action, which hopefully is positive for you. But similarly, like, have you ever, maybe as a kid, you told a lie, right? And then in order to cover up that lie, you told an even bigger lie. And now the next time somebody asks you about maybe the lie that came up, you feel motivated and compuls you have this compulsion to now tell an even bigger lie. And so we see that motivation is really, it's a, a momentum energy. It is a, that decision energy, like it says, the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. But what we know motivation to be is one of a, the most powerful momentum creation energies. And when we are seeking, where do we we want to create momentum in our life. Now we're getting intentional with the energy of motivation and moving it toward the direction of our dreams. Right. It's kind of a big energy channel that you can <laughs> wrestle with and it could take you under, especially if you're if you're leaning towards those preferences uh, of, of just your internal desires of the here and the now. And so figuring out how you can best tap into your motivation and then accelerate it is what we want to explore here today. And I know this is something that I, I've noticed waxes and wanes in my life, right? I'm sure you've noticed that as well, where, where your motivation feels like it's really strong. And then, and then you just don't, I, I don't have the motivation for that, right? Like we even say that quite a bit. I'm just not motivated. Um, and so we understand that this energy, this force inside of us can really drive us forward. So some of the things that I know when it comes to motivation is as good for me, because I don't find it dorky and cringy though most people do <laughs> is watching motivation YouTube, YouTube videos. Like there are tons and tons of incredibly motivating videos that are literally just called motivation videos and they <laughs> will fire you up if, if you're into that, which I am. Now, maybe you don't like a direct route of motivation. Maybe you like a little more finesse on it. Kay, how do you like your motivation? Well, I, I mean, okay. So quick side note on these motivation videos, because I too have attempted the mo motivation videos and I love them and I would highly recommend there's a couple Disney mashup oh. motivation videos that are just 10 minutes of solid quality motivation content. But if you're looking for maybe more subtle motivation, one of my favorite ways is to listen to empowering music. Now, very, very interesting distinction here. I'm not talking about music that fires you up, not music that fires you up because you can listen to a song that makes you feel maybe like a baddie, right? Or, or maybe you're feeling like a little angry after I'm going to go do something like, and maybe that action orientation is good for your motivation, but make sure that you're paying attention to the lyrics that are inside the music that you're listening to when you're looking to stoke the energy of motivation, because sometimes a song has a beat or a rhythm that makes you feel really alive, but maybe the lyrics are saying things that are counterproductive to your motivation and can ultimately end up harming you when you go to use music as a source for motivation. So a, a subtle one for sure, but make sure that you've got music that lines up both from a lyrical perspective and from an, uh, a musical background perspective that really lights you up inside in order to stoke motivation toward momentum on tasks that get you to what you want.
Mm, I love this kind of idea of how do we stoke that motivation, right? And and so we're talking about those flavors, the flavors of motivation, right? And maybe you want to direct it. And I, I can only take that direct motivation if I'm doing something that's like directly physically engaging, right? Running on the treadmill. I'm not going to like sit on the couch and like, <laughs> turn <laughs> on a motivation, motivation video. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it would be ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, but, but one of the things that we know is that when we're doing something repetitively or we're in the same motion or the same space for a long time, that things can feel stagnant. And when we are in a stagnant energy, things aren't moving, which means we're not feeling motivation. So when we feel that stagnation, whether like actually physically because you're not moving or mentally because you've just been working on the same project and the same thing over and over again, that dullness that brings down your intellect and bring down brings down your creativity and your ability to unleash that motivation. So shaking it up physically, getting to a new task, putting that project away from and giving yourself the chance to create that what you've heard us call before a scotoma allows your brain to find something new, something novel, something fresh and voila, motivation can reappear. I saw a video recently on social media of an Olympic athlete talking about some advice that her trainer once gave her on a day when she was having a bad training day and feeling particularly unmotivated. And the trainer said to her, you want to abide by the 30-30-30 rule when you are going after any dream. You have 30% of the time where your days are absolutely incredible and you feel so motivated to get things done. You'll have about 30% of your days that are pretty sucky where things don't go the way that you want them to and you have to trudge through. And then you'll have 30% of your days that are more on the neutral side of things. And just this framework, this idea that your level of motivation waxes and wanes, that it gives us maybe the permission to not be a motivated person or be an unmotivated person, but tap into motivation as it stokes into us and then follow that energy and help it create momentum as we go. Well, as we continue to follow that energy and create momentum here, we hope that you will stay tuned as we continue to unpack the energy of motivation here on the Infinite Energy Podcast. Do you find yourself losing control of your scroll on social media? If you do, then you want to stay tuned to join the Simply Social Club with Kay and I. We've got an awesome challenge for you where you have the opportunity to detox from social media for 48 hours, seven days, 14, or even 31 days right along Shyla and I. So go to kandshy.com slash simply social and find out a little bit more. And hopefully you'll take a pledge alongside us. We'll see you in 2023. See you in the club. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. All right, Shine, we got to push up our professor glasses. Right. We're not official professors, but we are instructors at the University of Nevada, Reno, which means right now we're going to move into some theories of motivation. 
right? And this is one you've probably heard of before. If you've ever studied motivation in any kind of baseline psych class, even biology classes sometimes touch this, you've probably heard about this before. There are the two types of motivation, intrinsic and extrinsic or external motivation. These are the two types of motivation that uh, that researchers look at in terms of what motivates people. We have two types, things that motivate you internally and things that motivate you externally, like money. So let's unpack each of these individually. Let's talk a little bit first about intrinsic motivation. This is that internal stoking. It refers to engaging in an activity for the inherent satisfaction and enjoyment that it provides rather than for the external reward that it gives you, right? This is something that just brings you joy for the sake of bringing you joy. So think about your hobbies, the things that light you up, the things that maybe you would do even if you weren't getting paid for. Right. Things like like um, exploring your personal interests or uh, right. You're reading, you're rock painting, you're you're studying code. Right. This is something that no one is holding you to accountable to. You're not getting a grade for it. You're not getting a paycheck. You're not getting a, um, a ding on your phone from an app. Right. If it's a gamified thing, that's not intrinsic motivation, motivation. You're being extrinsically motivated by that. But intrinsic is that desire internally of, of wanting to do something and then being motivated by that. And once you understand that, the, that the, you have have this, just notice where it does pull you, where you are naturally motivated to spend some of your time and to do some of your things. Some of it is probably unproductive, but probably some of it is productive. And that's an opportunity for you to say, hey, that's an area where I already have natural motivation. Maybe I could build and expand there. You know, as we're talking about this, Shai, I'm seeing even how intrinsic and extrinsic motivation wrap together and play together nicely. Because um, just from a personal example, Back in 2018, um, I had my my first child, my daughter, Violet. And after I gave birth, I really wanted to take my health more seriously. My sister had set and demonstrated a really great physical fitness habit over the years prior. And I wanted to be like my big sister. So, you know, I started on a physical fitness habit and did that. So that was an internal motivation. I had this internal want to be healthier. I desired to feel better. And so I started on this. And in the process of feeling motivated internally to go to go through with this process of finding ways to get myself healthier, I sought out an extrinsic motivation strategy, Shyla actually said it earlier, the Apple Watch, in order to help stick to this habit. I had the internal motivation to feel healthier, but I used external motivation, extrinsic motivation, in order to help drive me into creating this habit into now being something that is more of a lifestyle. Right. If you've read Atomic Habits Habits by James Clear, you know that pairing these two things together is one of the surefire ways to to make sure that a a habit for you stays in place. Find things that are intrinsically motivating for you that you can somehow tie to an extrinsic motivation factor and then into a habit that you want to build. And you've got yourself a formula for success by making little installments of progress every single day. Now, lots of us, you have experience with this external motivation, right? This uh, get a good grade, social approval, uh, a paycheck or a bonus, right? All of these things are those external motivators that surround us, that companies are pay billions of dollars to try and research and find fine tune what what motivates someone. You know, old theories really looked at money and money alone. And then as we've seen uh, and as Kay and I teach in our culture class, the really the research is showing that the money exchange works to a point. And then the other there's other motivating factors, both stoking intrinsically and adding 
other externals that give it more dimension and actually rise motivation further. So it's not as one dimensional as one might think or as capitalism might have had a thought for the first couple hundred years. Well, hey, Shai and I made that mistake as early entrepreneurs getting out there and overworking our people and thinking that bonuses would solve the problem, right? This is a like, let's just pull back the veil really quick. This is a real issue that we've had, right? Uh, too many hours coming through and, and or or them working on projects too long and then us saying, well, you know, here's $500 and then saying thank you. But what I'm really looking for is quality of life and more work life balance, right? So had to learn this as we as we went in our early 20s, as the entrepreneurial journey unfolded. But this was something that we ended up making the mistake of think, of buying into the capitalistic vision, uh, uh, saying that it, people are solely motivated by money. And then as we started, as I mentioned, to move into the, the academic realm of this, we've really seen how much basic things like p- people's relationship with the authority or people's relationship with their fellow co-workers or with the company, how much that matters and how much more intrinsic that is uh, and and subtle it has to be from a company's perspective to create emotional safety for folks. So instead of just maybe throwing money at them when times get tough. Now, one shade here that we have to explore before we move on from extrinsic and intrinsic motivation is the fact that not only does extrinsic motivation have us seeking external things like that social approval, like money, like good grades, the affirmation and award, recognition, those kinds of things. It's a very, very big component of it is us avoiding punishment, right? And not just punishment like dad yelling at you or something like that, but anything that you deem as painful, which might be social scrutiny, which might be getting there five minutes late, which might be all kinds of different things, whatever the punishment is in your head, you are motivated to avoid that. So only understanding moving towards things and not understanding what things you move away from actually handicaps you quite a bit in terms of understanding your motivation. So know that this piece plays a big role. And trust me, pushing the things you want to avoid button is a lot faster way to get yourself to move than pushing the what I want things uh, button for yourself. So good insider hack for you and something we definitely had to bring up. Okay, I want to go ahead and park the car here for just a second because this is some real deal stuff around motivation. Now, it is just as important to find out the things in life that we don't want as the things that we do want. So when you encounter the I almost said a bad word, the stuff in your life that it doesn't feel good to you. It's in order to help you decipher what you don't want and what you do want, what to move toward and what to move away from. And so understanding that when you have these painful moments that don't throw this energy away, like I, I feel like you have to be the one to say this because you're the big sister, but uh, the little sister's going to have a slap around moment with you guys. Like, don't throw the painful energy away because when you're able to utilize it as that away motivation, it has more force for you, right? Because you want it. You want to go away from it so bad. You're going to go like this. Right. And the other stuff that is motivating you toward it, you're pulling, but pull energy is more fluid. So you have an opportunity to give yourself uh, maybe the kick in the pants that you need to motivate yourself away from things that are uh, are painful to you. So don't don't throw this energy away. It's really valuable. Now, if you know folks who have succeeded in the philanthropy realm, in the volunteering realm, in in the charity realm, many of them have been motivated by avoiding punishment, right? To put it in the intellect speak, to put it in the layman speak, by by fighting against what they don't want, right? I'm so motivated to not have hungry, starving kids in the world that I'm going to come start a charity. And I'm going to use that force of energy, that motivation force to do something with it. So lots of folks redirect it and stew on it and get mad about things 
but it's actually your body, your energy telling you use this desire, this desire for that to stop, to help this person to to help the world and use it to make things better. So I think that it's, it's something that can be better utilized and it's often not. You've heard us talk about this on the Infinite Energy podcast, if you've been a long time listener before, but maybe this is your brand new first episode. And so word of warning, that was not us telling you to go out and start a charity. No, that's definitely not us, telling, not us yeah. telling you to go out and start something new. <laughs> if you have a passion or a way energy towards something in your life or towards something in the world, go find a way to channel that toward people who are already serving in that realm instead of maybe it's scratching your head on how to be the first person to ever write address in. homelessness in your area. Exactly. There's already people addressing homelessness. Go find them, use that motivation to help them and tune in for the last segment here on the Infinite Energy Podcast. One of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. The Squeeze In is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years. And now you can have a Squeeze In in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the Squeeze In is an option we urge you to consider. Come find out more about Squeeze In Franchising at squeezein.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. Welcome back to our final segment here on the Infinite Energy Podcast with your sisters, Kay and Shai. And we are going to go back into the energy of motivation here in just one moment, but we can't go any further without recognizing the fact that this podcast episode happens to debut on Kay's birthday week. So, aww. <laughs> and listeners, Yay. please join me in wishing Kay a very happy birthday. Thanks, everybody. Happy birthday to me. And thank you, Shy, for being my, uh, and listeners, for being my partners on this journey and my siblings in the journey of life. So, Lil Sis Kay, we love you. And now, please enjoy my, as fast as I possibly can, rendition of the happy birthday song. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to your sister. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that was so wonderful. Thank you so much. If everyone for the rest of my life can sing me that song that fast for the rest of forever, <laughs> that is actually my birthday wish. So 31, I wish for to never have to sit through a painful round of slow happy birthday ever again. Thank you, Shyla, And thank you, listener. Well, happy birthday, sis. And I'm glad that we get to do so much together and that we get to do this podcast together as we unpack and explore each one of these energies. I always find, uh, I mean, we find ourselves talking about it before the episode during the episode, obviously, after the episode. And there's always so many things we're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So thank you for being along the ride. I feel like we get to have our fireside family chats truly. with all of you on these different energies. And it's something that we truly treasure. We do treasure it deeply. Now, let's get into today's lesson, because now you've all given me the treasure of celebration. Thank you so much. So let's give you the treasure of the final nuggets out of today's episode. Next up, we're going to talk a little bit about the impact of surroundings on motivation. Now, 
one of the things you've likely heard Shyla and I talk about before is the idea that, that what like John Maxwell's quote says that everyone, everything that you want is uphill, but you may have some downhill habits. And so you got to be ready to take that uphill journey. But as we've learned and done studies and expanded on this quote, turns out that everyone's hill is steeper or less steep, depending on the circumstances of their environment that they grew up in. Shyla has her master's degree in sociology from the University of Nevada, Reno. And so we've really learned that it kind of depends on how steep your hill is as to how motivated you might find yourself in any given moment. Right. And the, the fact absolutely is true. What John tells us, everything you want is uphill. And all many of us have downhill habits. Anything we want is going to have to be intentionally. We're going to have to turn our energy, our focus, our time, our efforts uphill and move up the hill right now. If you're motivated to move up the hill and the hill is, is a breezy little incline, then it can be easy to get to the top of your hill, which is still your hill and say, boy, I didn't need that much motivation or it wasn't that hard or those kinds of things. But others have a hill that's much steeper, right? They're motivated to get to the top of the mountain, but that hill for them it looks a lot steeper. Maybe they're not from a privileged background. Maybe their parents don't have high education. Maybe they've had some childhood trauma or issues. And all of those things make somebody's hill steeper and steeper and steeper. So their motivation level might actually be at the same level as the first person. But because the first person had a less steep hill, they were able to make it to the top. Now we can see in a society that's individualistic how the person at the top of that hill would say, well, I had my motivation. I had to climb the hill. I sweat to get to the top. I did my work. I got to the top. And all of those things are true. And it's also true that the other person has to work a lot harder to get to the same top. So let's talk about some of the influences that we might find in our surroundings and in our society at large that might have a play on our levels of motivation as we're climbing that hill, right? Because if someone is climbing the less steep hill, tra-la-la, up the side of like, I don't know why I'm imagining kind of like sound of music, like it's green and they're skipping and it's yeah. like, la, 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 right? <laughs> and then there's somebody who's starting at the base of like a cliff and they, they don't have any rock climbing gear and they could probably die climbing up that cliff, right? So this is the level that we're talking about, the difference that these things can play. And I think you'll see that when we talk about them further. Now, the first one is physical environment. The environment that you're in plays a huge role in your motivation and not just the environment that you're currently in, but the physical environment that you grew up in and the physical environment that you've kept throughout your life. Right, creating an environment that's conducive to your goals, to the habits that you want to create is is a duh thing, but it's something that even us, we still have to work on, right? You look around and think, oh, I want to be better about my snacking. Why am I not creating an environment that's free of all the snacks I shouldn't eat, right? So there's opportunities for improvement all around our physical environments, but just crafting our area to be conducive to how we want to behave and who we want to be can be massively helpful in engaging your motivation. I personally, for a long time, struggled with organization in the physical environment, but learned as time went on how different my energy levels and my levels of motivation were when my environment was conducive for the maximum amount of, I say, energy efficiency, right? When I know where things are, when things are put away and this seems basic, but like y'all got that drawer 
that you've been avoiding or like that closet that you've been avoiding or like that room that you just throw stuff into that or you know or the whole garage yeah. right these are physical environment things that have real impacts on your level of motivation in fact we were just up at our mom and dad's house in brookings for our annual summer trip and our mom recently redid her whole garage area and she was telling us as she went in there showing us all of our organizational things that she did she said you know we spend more time out here and we use it more which means her motivation to be more handy with her tools and to be more hands on with the things that she had available to her had increased as a result of her physical environment being conducive to the work. Man, this reminds me of when I have two two 13-year-olds and a 10-year-old. They'll be those ages in a couple months. I can claim them now, <laughs> right? Anytime that we've gone into their rooms when, you know, kids' rooms get to that place and you go in and you organize and you clean out, all of a sudden they love spending time in their room again. <laughs> yeah. And they have all those toys and books and things and their they grades forgot probably about, get a little better. Right? Totally. <laughs> their moods even out a little bit. Their sleep is better. Like we can see this impact on, on our kids um, and on ourselves as we practice it. Now, our physical environment isn't the only surrounding that matters to us. The social environment of our lives is tremendously impactful on not only who we turn out to be, but the levels of motivation we experience on a daily level. Now, the social environment is so important. You've likely heard this espoused by motivational greats is like, you know, the five people you hang out with or the five people you will become, right? Or, or the, the most uh, common traits that you'll find in yourself or the traits that you'll find in the people that you have around you. Science demonstrates and statistics demonstrate that if a friend group has three out of five people in it that are obese, that it is more more likely for the other two people to be at least overweight, if not also obese. And so we see that there is a trend for, you know, like attracts like. Right. Our social environment and then the types of conversations and the types of focuses and the, the, the ideas being shared and generated. All of those things are the social environment in which your character is being formed and built. And so understanding that if you get a better social environment, that you can also improve your motivation and your overall levels of happiness and, and like result producing success can can um go up greatly. Next up, rewards. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We can't, we can't go too far away from the social environment for, I just got to say, have you ever gotten around somebody and then you get away from them and you notice yourself saying the things that the per like you take a trip with somebody for a oh, week yeah. and then you leave and you start saying the things that they were saying like all of the time. I noticed myself talking to myself as Shyla's 12 year old daughter, who I just spent a ton of time with over the last seven days. I'm like, man, I should probably not <laughs> talking like a 12 year old, <laughs> but it happens, right? That's how malleable we all are. We're also malleable to those rewards and recognition, mm -hmm. right? Anything in our environment that affirms that identity. And boy, I'm glad we were able to say that word before the end of the podcast, because what motivates us is what's congruent with our identity. And so if you have rewards and recognition or pieces of paper or pictures or memorabilia from things that you're proud of and that are in alignment with the identity that you want to embrace, put those those things out as visual cues for yourself. Remind yourself often of those things because those help stoke that identity piece for you, which will be the most motivating thing of all is to act in alignment with who you truly believe you are. Now, another thing that greatly impacts motivation is the opportunities for skill development and growth. Are you giving yourself a, another rung on the ladder, right? If you've reached the top of the mountain, there's no motivation to go anywhere, especially if the journey was easy <laughs> or if it was really hard. Maybe you want to 
to rest for a while, but it, but giving yourself the opportunity to continue to develop yourself and to grow, always seeing another peak when you hit the mountain that you are climbing can be a way of stoking motivation long-term. Well, we hope that you were motivated to stick with us to the very end here. And if you are still wishing there was more, we sure hope that you are subscribed, that you've liked our podcast, that you've shared it with others. We're so grateful for you. Thanks for joining us on Kay's birthday podcast week. And know that this episode comes at you with so much love, as always, from your sisters, Kay and Shai. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.